0: But there are things that you can do that you can notice or that you can ask. I was thinking, how can I tell? Sometimes I've been fooled. I I will tell you I've been fooled, so maybe I'm not the best person to suggest these <laughs> things. But um but there are some things that I think you can do
1: yeah, to okay. to discern. I am yours, I am yours, I am yours, send me Lord, I am yours, I am yours, I am yours, Welcome to the Gospel Center Pro Life Podcast, a I podcast designed yours, to equip yours, encourage and I challenge Lord. you in pro life ministry. And always with a focus on the gospel. Stay tuned. I felt your passion touched your heart. Use me, Lord. Use me, Lord. Welcome back to the Gospel Centered Pro Life Podcast. Appreciate you guys joining us. And as always, we'd appreciate if you guys would share this podcast episode with family, friends, anyone who would be blessed by it. And also want to cue you guys in on something we've talked about last couple episodes is the new website, revamped podcast website, gospelcenteredprolife.com. It's a lot easier to search keywords for all the episodes that we have. So if you have a particular subject that you wonder if we covered um, that subject in a podcast episode, you can just search that. It's also easier to access the episodes on different platforms. If you go into each episode, there's little tabs at the bottom. If you want to listen to the episode on Apple or Spotify or whatever, there's little tabs there. It's pretty cool. So check it out. And there's also a feature that is on that website that if you look at the bottom right hand corner, there's a little microphone. And that microphone, if you push that, it'll give you the opportunity to record a voice message to us. It'll get sent over. And uh, maybe it's some feedback on an episode. Maybe it's a testimony that you have to share. Maybe it's something that happened down on the sidewalk or maybe a testimony from the past. Maybe your personal testimony, something like that. We'd love to hear that from you guys. So take advantage of that. And that's gospelcenteredprolife.com. With that, we're going to get right into this episode. So what's our subject, Vicki?
0: How to detect and respond to scam moms.
1: I hope that doesn't sound disrespectful. We love the moms. It sounds weird.
0: (laughs) But some of them are fake moms. (laughs) Okay.
1: Here's what we're talking about, guys. Especially in this day and age, in post-Roe America, as pro-life organizations... We get hit from every angle, right? We're getting these threats. We did did an episode about staying safe on the sidewalk Mm because there's some threats out there. We also get pro-abortion people Mm -hmm. that pretend to be moms that have chosen life. We even had one pro-abortion person reach out on our social media page saying that they're a former pro-abortion person, and now they've got religious or something. I can't remember how they worded it, but the way they worded it was obvious that they were not serious. (laughs) They were trying to... I don't know if they were trying to get information from us or they're trying to get, I I, I don't even know what their motive was. Who knows? Right, right. But they were obviously, they had even as their um, profile photo, like a stock image. That's really how we were immediately cued into <laughs> the fact that this was some pro-abort. So there is some, there's some scams. You had some scammer pro-abortion person reach out to you and say that they were considering an abortion and you went back and forth right. with them on text for, a, for week, a while.
0: For like a week.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, so it happens. And yeah. I think – well, we'll talk about some of the principles. Right. I knew you've, you've done this and yeah. uh, dealt with this a couple yeah. of times or at least – Several quick, times. Yeah. I mean,
0: it, several times, probably more than I even know, yeah. honestly.
1: Yeah, and even heard one of our missionaries out in California say that someone came across their radar, I think called one of their numbers, uh, maybe from the back of the pamphlet or whatever, and said that they were wanting help, but it was obvious that they were a pro-abortion person or they were somebody yeah. that's wanting to do yeah. some, you know, either ask some questions and get some information yeah. that they could use against us or something like that. Right. And um, and this guy's discernment, he said, my discernment was telling me this person's not legit. So mm-hmm. he just ignored it. Mm-hmm. So, of course, the Lord's on our side. We can seek the Lord. God can give us wisdom. God can help us circumnavigate these things. But there's also just some practical wisdom that we can give from you guys. Give to you guys from some of our experiences. So that's what we want to do. Just uh, First and foremost, just to have you guys radar up. Not everyone is legit. Not not everyone that claims to be a mom that needs help because she's considering an abortion is actually a mom that's considering an abortion. Sometimes it's a pro-abort. Sometimes it's someone trying to infiltrate or something like that. So Mm -hmm. just be aware of that.
0: And so I tried to approach this subject from a very kind of logical, organized manner and Thinking it through because the gut response I think of most of us is if they're a scam, if they're not real, we just hang up on them whatever, or we ignore, we don't contact. I'm gonna challenge that a little bit. I don't think that should always be our response. And I'm I'm gonna try and present the case why, mostly why is because that's not what I do usually. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But but that's not true. Sometimes I do. And so I wanted to lay out when do you engage, when do you not, and why? And the first honestly the first question is why does it matter right. why does it matter that this is someone who is scamming or not whether they're a fake mom or a real mom because I will tell you the truth if I'm gonna engage whether I know you know I I don't know necessarily whether they're real or not I'm gonna say the same stuff right. Anyway, I'm not going to change who I am or the truth of the gospel or the truth of the humanity of the baby or the truth of the resources. Those are truth.
1: Yeah. And so
0: my message will remain the same. Yeah. But there are things we we definitely need to be aware of and be cautious about. Yeah.
1: Yeah. If we do what we do out of the truth of God's Word, Mm -hmm. and we do it consistently with the convictions that we hold in our hearts, Mm -hmm. then we got nothing to worry about. Right? You know, I was uh, actually aware of and concerned about a couple of years ago, some pro-abortion people kind of um, doing some investigation into my life, into Mm -hmm. my family and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. Even think maybe they hired a private investigator or something to follow me and try to find (laughs) information about me. Yeah. It's because of some of the things that pro-abortion people said. I'm like, how do they know that? Right. You know, but I've been very plain about my past and what the Mm -hmm. Lord saved me from. Mm -hmm. And I'm also I'm like, okay, yeah, please like follow me and check up on me. Like, Mm -hmm. please do. And you'll see a man who's consistent with what he says. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You can go and interview my kids. And I'm I'm sometimes a jerk to my kids, but I can tell you I'm consistent (laughs) because i believe in jesus jesus has changed my life right. i don't have anything to worry about yeah. right i've got nothing to hide so please follow me please yeah. you know infiltrate you can infiltrate my home and what you're going to find out is i love my wife i love my kids i love jesus and i love you and i'm going to i'm going to preach the gospel to you right yeah. and that's how it is yeah. for us like we've got nothing to hide even if we get some pro abortion infiltrator on board the mobile ultrasound unit what are they going to find? They're going to find that we actually do offer a lot. That we that do it's not offer a, fake a lot of nurses. <laughs> it's it, a
0: real nurse. <laughs> There's
1: a real nurse on board. <laughs> There's a real
0: ultrasound, yeah. Yeah. and it's not even an ultrasound of a chipmunk fetus, like right. some have claimed. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's a real baby. <laughs> yeah.
1: We're consistent. If if listen, if we're consistent and we do what we say we're going to do, if we're consistent with the Word of God, then we got nothing to hide and we got nothing to worry about.
0: That's correct. However. Uh, given that, and and so live a life of integrity before yeah. the Lord. That that is critical for anyone and any Christian. Yeah, but of I think even more so when you're in a ministry that is such a fierce spiritual battle. If there's a skeleton in your closet that you're hiding because you're still living it, yeah. that's not good. That's going right. to be uncovered, and that's that endangers you. It endangers the ministry. But it does matter, even though I'm going to speak to them in the same way. I would suggest to you, it does matter for you to learn how to differentiate or discern a scammer versus a real mom. Yeah. Because in one case, a baby's life is on the line. Right. And in the other case, it's not. Right. Yeah. And so there is definitely a different sense of urgency in, in those two cases. Yeah. And certainly. I'm, I, you know, it's going to change. Whether I talk to them during my dinner hour or whether I wait and talk to them the next morning, for example.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, of course, realizing, too, that many of the people that are listening to this podcast are volunteers. Yeah. And they don't have more than just a couple of hours a week to volunteer in this capacity. They're right. homeschool moms or they're right. working a full-time job or whatever. Yeah. So you have to determine if someone reaches out to you, let's say, I mean, the scenario that we're speaking from is you've got your number, maybe a Google voice number. That's what we encourage you guys to do. Definitely Put a Google voice number on the back of the brochures that you hand out at the abortion center. So maybe you've done yeah. that and you've gotten a text message or a phone call from someone and it could be a pro-abortion person. It could be a mom that's considering an abortion, Right. You've got to determine if you think if you if there's a high likelihood that this is a pro-abortion person, you can kind of pick up on some of the language that they use and and things like that. Um, and you've got to determine, is it worth it for me to kind of bear with this conversation so that ultimately I can show them that we're consistent and I can share the gospel with them? Or should I just ignore it? Right. Because there's sometimes yeah. that you should. Yeah. And maybe it's just seeking the Lord and asking the Lord for wisdom. But at the end of the day, if it takes you off of the sidewalk, then. You can't do it. <laughs> you can't do it. If it's a pro-abortion person, don't go back and forth with them. Don't waste your time. Right. Just consider it giving pearls to swine, like right. Jesus said.
0: That, that's a really, really important and good point. So, um, so anyway, I think we've, we've laid the case that you should try to discern if yeah. – if who you're speaking with is authentic or not, um, your radar will go up. I think if you are spiritually discerning at all, you will kind of feel that intuition, that radar that has been uh, kind of beeping that something's off here, like yeah. you said. Um, and But there are things that you can do that you can notice or that you can ask. I was thinking, how can I tell? Sometimes I've been fooled. I, I will tell you I've been fooled, so maybe I'm not the best person to suggest these <laughs> things. But um, But there are some things. That I think you can do yeah, to, okay. to discern. Um, and some of the questions, for example, one of the first things I will ask, how did this mom find out about us? Yeah. Because if they kind of hem and haw and they can't quite tell us how, they, then they probably found out about us while they were on the sidewalk standing across the you know the parking lot from yeah. us and they're a pro-abortion person. Right. So how did they find out about yeah, you? Yeah, so if
1: they text you, you could right. ask the question. Okay, great. Good to hear from you. How did you find out about us?
0: Right. And I always ask that. Yeah. I do always ask that. And I can usually gauge from their response. Sometimes that's the initial giveaway yeah. immediately. Yeah. Not always.
1: So what are some of the answers that you've gotten?
0: Um, well, uh, sometimes they hem and haw. I don't know. A friend of a friend. <laughs> Think okay. And then you're already suspicious. Uh, I asked someone today that I thought could be a scammer. So how'd you find out about us? And she said on on the internet. but then And then I pursued it. Oh, well, like what and that's the thing don't just accept the first answer keep digging in and she said on on your website and i said what website and she said the love life website and then actually she said the love life facebook okay so um there was enough detail at that point that i i don't think she was a scammer but like there were other things that i you know so um so yeah, listen to what they say about yeah. about how they found out. Um, how did she? How did they get your phone number? Because yeah. my phone number is not on the um, on the Facebook or on the website. Right. But if someone has gotten my phone number, um, and I do use a Google phone number, and then I always ask, "How did you get my phone number?" Now yeah. if they say it was on the literature that you give out. I'm going to have to talk to her as though she's a real mom. Right. Because that could be legitimate. However, the pro-abortion crowd also has that phone number. Right. So I'm going to err on the side of it being a real mom.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If now, a, if their response the is, I got it on the internet or I got it, it's that's going to be immediately suspect because it's Correct. not posted there. Correct.
0: Either. It is not. It is not. They would not have gotten it there. So Yeah. Um then my next question is usually why are you contacting me? Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. And make it open-ended. What's going on is often what I'll say. Yeah. And you can tell sometimes from their response that it's made up. And or they'll if it's a pro abortion person, sometimes what I'll hear is like Every single objection to pro life, yeah. all in one sentence. Right, yeah, yeah.
1: They just want to lay it out right there, make you feel bad about even standing for life because of their right. situation. They right. Have, you know, um, I've been I'm, raped. Yeah.
0: By my by my brother. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's an ectopic pregnancy. You know, yeah. it'll be you right. know kind of so off the wall.
1: You're right, you know. Every, yeah, you can kind of tell that. Yeah. Okay, this is obviously not a mom that's really in need.
0: But the good ones, and there are good ones, effective scammers, and they will give usually a very legitimate um, reason yeah. for why they're contacting you. Yeah, is she willing to speak by phone or only text? Okay. Now, the ones that speak only by text are definitely more suspect. Right. But on the other hand, in this day and age, that's usually the preferred method of contact. Right. Yeah. But if they absolutely refuse to talk with you on the phone, that to me is a, a red flag. Yeah, it's a big red flag. Yeah. So um, what is her story and why is she seeking help? That's kind of what I said, why is she contacting you? Yeah. But really delve into into that. Right. Ask a lot of questions is key in discerning. Does their story stay consistent?
1: Right. Yeah. And that's a way really to determine whether or not they're a scammer. Like if a woman is contacting you because she has a difficult situation a day later, she's not going to forget the details of that situation. Right. So if you ask questions that are based on that previous scenario that she'd given you and it's different the next day or something, it's, it's pretty evident this person is a scammer. Right. And I don't know about you, Uh but personally, I think it's good just to plainly ask if you, if you detect that they're trying to, scam you they're trying to again what's the scam they're not trying to. maybe they're trying to get money from us i don't know if that's the case yeah. or not but that most has of the not time
0: been up to up to this point in my experience that has not been yeah. the motivation
1: most of the time they're just trying to waste your time they're right. trying to whatever they're, or they're get trying information. to get information yeah. and all that stuff yeah but i don't think it's bad just to ask hey you could word it like this there's some pro-abortion people that try to get information from us are you one of those people? Can you just be honest with me?
0: <laughs> and we'll <laughs> go from there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: And we'll go from there. Yeah. I think sometimes the answer could tell you whether or not they actually are. I mean, if it's a pro-abortion person, they're probably not going to say, no, I'm actually a pro-abortion person, not a not a woman in need of help. Right. Um, but I think just plainly asking and the answer that you get, if it is a mom in need, she, so you, you it, it could be a telling answer, actually. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. So the direct approach is always an option, yeah. and and sometimes that is de- if they're lewd in any way, um, which does happen sometimes, right. then I'll I'll outright say scammer and hang up on them. Yeah. If if they, you know, because I know that's not how a mom in need is going to be treating right. me, and so yeah, there's I've a certain level
1: it. of humility that a woman that reaches out to a stranger right. for help is going to have. Yeah. And if they lack that humility and they're just being, like you said, lewd and crude and just throwing out rather than asking for help, all they're doing is throwing out accusations. Right. Then yeah, yeah, just don't waste your yeah. time. Yeah, I that. do
0: say I'm praying for you before I hang up. Usually, yeah, not that that makes much difference, but I do. Yeah, um, here's here's a tip off. Does she seem to be speaking the talking points of the pro-abortion yeah. industry? Right. So you start hearing language, not, and I don't mean bad language, but the the sorts of things that the um, pro-abortion people say as accusations against pro-life people. That's not a mom. Yeah, yeah. that's not like, the language. Are you guys only hear from pro-birth.
1: Them. You know that yeah, kind of stuff. That would
0: that would be a tip off, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You hear those sorts of things. Yeah, are you guys you'd...
1: against my bodily autonomy?
0: Exactly.
1: Yeah, those kind of buzz with the pro It's my body, buzz. my choice, right.
0: or those kinds of things. Those are not what I hear from the moms. Right. I do not hear those, for, and yeah. especially from a mom who's reaching out for help. Those yeah. are not the sorts of things I hear. Um, the last one I already mentioned, um, and th- there's others, but these are the ones right off the top of my head. Maybe you'll have some more. But really be careful about looking for inconsistencies and do the facts change when yeah. they're questioned further. Because right. those, that's a that's a tip off that if they're not a scam, they're lying. Yeah. They're hiding something. That happened today as as we counseled someone. So um, we knew she was lying because the story just kept changing. Right, And um, I never call them a liar, or I rarely do. But I do keep asking questions, and then I will deal with, as I did today, with the issue of lying as a sin against God, and an example that shows to me these are people who are not fully committed. They have not committed their life to the Lord.
1: Yeah, yeah. Now, of course, realizing that the moms that we minister to who are legitimately in need of help are prone to lying. They are changing the story. There's maybe some embarrassment or whatever there might be, or they won't tell you exactly what's going on. Right. And so you have to dig a little deeper, but that is at least a yellow flag, if not a red flag.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So if you are convinced now, you've, you've maybe asked all these things and you figured out, okay, they, they, this is a scam. Yeah. Um, we don't need to talk about, about what to do if it's, a mom in need. We've already right. dealt with that on many, many podcasts. Yeah. Um, but if it is a scammer, I guess, you know, there really are two choices. You hang up on them and you don't waste your time or you decide to engage. And so I want to talk a little bit about um, some things, precautions. Okay. Don't do if you have figured out they're a scammer. Um. Text or call from a Google Voice phone number. Don't Don't use your own cell phone. I just found out from a safety expert that talked with us that any cell phone number can be traced to your home. Yeah. And so knowing that, yeah, I'm, I'd be very cautious right. about especially if you've just figured out you're talking to someone who's a scammer. Um, hopefully you're talking to her already on a Google Voice yeah. phone or text. Um, don't give out personal information yeah. at all. Yeah. You, you don't want them to trace where you live or who you are. If you offer to meet, which some, some of our counselors do want to meet with the women that they're counseling, and that's great, but make sure it is a very public place right. where you know there's going to be plenty of other people around around. Um, don't give details on the ministry or yourself. Uh, be careful with accusations. Like I don't accuse them of scamming or lying. For one thing, it is possible I could be wrong. That has yeah. happened where I've accused them of being a scammer and they were not. Yeah. And then I've lost you know, an element of trust that right. I worked hard to gain. So be careful. But then here's why I would engage with them. If you accuse them falsely or even rightly, you may lose the opportunity that maybe God has given you to save a soul. Yeah. Of course, we don't save the soul. He does. But that he has given you the opportunity to be used by him. Yeah. To speak the truth. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. And then again, like I talked about earlier, if we're actually consistent and we do what we say we're going to do and all the false notions that they have about us that we're lying, that we force people to become Christians before we'll help them, those kind of things that they put out there, they're going to actually find those things are not true. Right. And you might actually win them over, maybe not to the Lord, but at least win them over that we're genuine people, that what we're doing is a legitimate ministry, that we actually are helping people.
0: Yeah. And so when I'm in a text conversation, which is great because I've got the evidence of what I said, and I can look back and think, is there anything I've said that is um, questionable, right. and I'll correct it in the future. But um, I do find these to be really rich opportunities to speak of the Lord and to speak of why they should value he- innocent human life in the womb. Yeah. So um, I use the same three talking points when I know that it's a, a scammer, as when I know it's a mom, but of course I would probably reduce the emphasis on resources because they don't really need them. Right. It, it's good to mention them because if it is a scammer, then they realize we do what we say we're going to do, and we talk, yeah. and we are going to offer these resources. But if I'm talking in our three talking points—God, humanity, the baby, and resources—if I'm sharing the gospel and the humanity of the baby, hopefully something is going to yeah you know, enter their soul and and maybe and maybe change a heart. Um, but something I discovered because other people tell me is especially if you're texting with them, screenshots of those texts could end up in hostile territory right. on social media. Yeah. So is that a good thing? Might be.
1: I think it could be. As it long as we're be. consistent with the scripture, the word of God's being Being broadcast,
0: right? Right, so but know that that could happen because be very careful, read your text carefully before you hit send. Yeah, when you're interacting with them, I don't know about your Siri, but my Siri has a potty mouth you would not (laughs) believe. Yeah. Okay. And so I'll send text sometimes and then look back at it and I'm horrified. <laughs> you're
1: cussing what somebody I out. have
0: just sent. So do be careful. Read over the text to make sure that they reflect if you're part of love life, they better reflect yeah what what we find to be true and good. Yeah. Um, but be careful that you're above reproach. Because they could be they could be made um, public, and you certainly don't want to discredit your testimony, right? As as a Christ follower, or you know, in any way discredit God. Um, oh, and I think that no matter what, you should be respectful and kind. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Because
0: because you really might change a heart. Now, when the one that I interacted with recently, it was for a full week. And it was a big time investment. And I, I wasn't completely certain. I thought she might be a scammer, but I wasn't certain. Yeah. So I did continue for about a week. And in the end, um, she sent a photograph of a an aborted fetus saying, I just took the pill. And by just took it, she took it like an hour before this picture. Yeah. And there's, <laughs> there's this picture she sent me clearly off the internet. I'd seen the picture right. of of an aborted baby all cleaned up and everything lying on a nice clean tablecloth. A real mom who has, first of all, if you've just taken the pill, that baby's not going to be aborted for yeah. several hours minimum and probably not till the, the next day or further. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and next, you're not going to clean that baby up and right. lay it, you know, so the baby, there's no blood or anything. It's just perfectly clean little baby on a nice clean tablecloth. So I knew it was a scam at that moment, but I chose to continue ministering to her yeah. the way I would minister to a post-abortive woman and sharing the gospel, and and actually trying to build a relationship. And she's still talking to me. Now, after she hears this, maybe she won't, because right. I've never said, I know you're fake. Right. I've never said that picture. Yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that the best you could do? I've never said that. But I feel like God has put her in my path. Uh, the latest question she asked, she said that uh, we were talking about believing in God. And right before I went to bed, she said, I, she said, I used to believe in God. I said, well, what changed? And she said, um, because I could not prove his existence to my children. And there was something about that that touched my heart, because yeah. I'd been there. Yeah. I knew exactly wh- where she was on that spiritual journey. It might be fake, yeah. but I, I... Did address that, um, and in fact, what I said, I said, I'm about to go to bed, but I just want to put this out there. My brother's a scientist, and he told me that gravity cannot be proven, but only the effects yeah. of gravity. And she said, "Well, then, that's proof." And I said, "And that's how I prove God." Yeah. And left it. Yeah. And I and I thought that let her stew in that thought for a little while, and yeah. who knows where to I mean, lead? Who knows?
1: What if the Lord? In his awesome wisdom, mm-hmm. has uh, ordained this conversation <laughs> to I bring it, that young lady to the Lord. I think it's or always possible. It could possible. be. A man, yeah, it could be. Know, we right? don't know what it is, but yeah. um,
0: you, you know, it it could be. And and so I'm always weighing that when I'm engaging yeah. in these in these conversations. And I think, you know, some of you would not have the time. Yeah. to do it there are times I really feel like I really don't have the right. time to do this but at this point I'm kind of feeling like it is from God yeah that God is saying continue so until I get a clear direction okay it's time to end this discussion I'll probably keep keep talking with her yeah
1: yeah yeah well guys' be in prayer for that young lady mm-hmm. or man or whoever yeah. it is that Vicky's yeah. engaging with and also, just stay in prayer. God can give you guys wisdom when you mm-hmm. get people that come across your radar. They text you or they maybe message you on social media or whatever. They could be scammers or whatever. Yeah, but God will give you wisdom. God can reveal that. And as long as you're consistent, you got nothing to worry about. Right. right? As long as you do what God's word says we should be doing. You got nothing to worry about. God yeah. will use it for his glory. God's word's going forth. God's word doesn't return void. Mm-hmm. So whether you're talking to a pro-abort that's pretending to be a mom that's pregnant and need, in need of help, or you're talking to a mom who's indeed pregnant and in need of help, either way, God's word isn't going to return void. Yes. And so yeah. we are praying for you guys. And... Uh, Hope this podcast episode was a blessing to you guys. Please share this with your friends, family members that would be blessed by it. Please reach out to us. You can reach me, Daniel at lovelife.org. You can reach her, Vicky with a Y at lovelife.org. We'd love to hear from you. But until next time, God bless.
0: God bless you all. Give me an
1: outlet for love. Give me an outlet for gratitude.